on today's OTP Road to Nashville. At the five, Walker in the end zone! They give it to Delaney Walker, around right end. He is going to trot in for the touchdown. Titans! Looking for Delaney Walker, did he catch it? Yes, sir, he did! Ball looks like it's caught, it is! It's Walker! Delaney Walker, he's the man all the time. Number 82 is next on the April 11th OTP Road to Nashville. It's 14 days until players are drafted in Nashville. Welcome to the OTP Road to Nashville. My name is Mike Keith. Glad you're with us on this Thursday, two weeks away from the start of the NFL draft. Amy Wells, draft fever, catch it. <laughs> I've already caught Hashtag it. Hashtag draft fever. Is that a thing? No, no. But Do we, people have draft fever? I think we could start it. I think that's a good hashtag. It's like Bieber fever. Like people use <laughs> fever hashtags. Is Bieber like, fever good? I don't know. But I mean, the fever <laughs> thing could work. We could start the hashtag, but I think we've already had it for a while. I feel oh, like gosh. I've I've had it for a month. I'm, yes. It's like a cold that it, just won't go away. It truly is. Delaney <laughs> Walker is going to be here. He will. And we are very excited. If you are watching this show live on the Titans social media channels via Facebook or Twitter or YouTube, you can submit your questions and we will ask him as many as possible. And I'm going to ask him how his ankle is. Don't worry. So you don't need to, how's your ankle? How you feeling? I, I got that. Amy, I think Amy's actually got that. You thought to ask that question? We, it, is, it is going to be <laughs> it in, occurred to in us. the course of the program. So if there are other things you want to know, then please uh, let us know. Let's jump right into headlines because I'm excited about headline one. Oh, yeah? So I have been monitoring very closely, very closely, I have been monitoring to see when the NFL Fan Mobile Pass app is really rolling. I can actually confirm that. You have been anxiously awaiting. Here it is right here. It's it's you rolling. You got it? It's rolling. Oh, so you actively I active I did everything. I've got I've got it. And it is as cool as they say. I can see what it's going to be during the course of the draft. Look at this. Oh. You've got all kinds of access. It's going to be able to tell you uh, where you can be in the best places, any notifications about uh, people signing or different things happening, then the unleash the potential, you know, with the with the scan right there. I registered. I went ahead and registered. And then look oh. at all this. The Ask Vince. I don't know who Vince is. Your draft concierge. He's the it's draft like the concierge. Little, um, he's like the paperclip in Microsoft Word. Okay. Oh, gosh. But he's no Vince. one listening to this remembers that. Okay. So, so you've got the schedule of the draft, transportation, anything you need to know about policy and security. Can you bring it? Can you not? Weather updates, uh, deals where you can buy gear, all kinds of discounts. Remember, now the draft itself is free. Yes. But if you want to shop, if you want to buy team stuff, and then, then it's got all the stuff about the NFL experience presented by Oikos Triple Zero, which has 15 grams of protein, by the way. Do you... I love a little Oikos Triple Zero. You do like I oatmeal do. or but yogurt. I like oatmeal too. But did you say old man? <laughs> I was said that, oatmeal. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about old man. No. Anyway, download this app. 
do it. I mean, if you are even thinking about coming to the draft, download this app. And again, I was playing with it this morning. And I mean, obviously two weeks out, so the information is not updating constantly, but it's going to, and this is such a great thing. And it's just at at the app store? Yes. Okay. NFL Fan Mobile Pass. Cool. Download it. it right I now. have it. I have it right here on my phone. I'm going to do it during the show. Okay. Well, no, concentrate point. on the show. Well, eventually I'll do it. All right. So our encouragement to download. And remember, the draft is free. 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 Free in downtown Nashville. It's free. Now, the food, you know, you're going to have food trucks. You're going to pay for that. Merchandise is not. But to attend all of this, mm-hmm. free. Just to walk in the doors, you can go wherever you want to go. Free. No dollars. Parking at Nissan Stadium. Also free. Free. Yep. So what we want to encourage you to do and, and what we're trying to do and by, by really pushing the app and things like that, we want you to be able to take in the whole experience. Because mm-hmm. we want you to have draft fever. Well, you don't want to miss it. anything. <laughs> draft, draft fever. fever. You, really, truly, though, you don't want to miss anything. No. You don't want to have an experience where your buddies on Monday are like, man, the draft was awesome. Did you see so-and-so? And you're like, no. No. Yeah, don't be that guy. I didn't know that was going on. Don't be that guy. Right, don't be that guy. You do not want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. Help us help you. Headline number two from Pro Football Talk, uh, a Bill Belichick quote, which is pretty interesting, about why it's so hard to evaluate skill players coming from the college game to the pro game. (laughs) And he says this. This is a quote. I'd say the issue in college football is there's just not the same passing game in college football that there is in the NFL period. So it's hard to evaluate the receivers. It's hard to evaluate the quarterback. It's hard to evaluate the offensive linemen. It's hard to evaluate pass rushers, and it's hard to evaluate coverage players. You know, we're looking at all the same film. So all the teams in the league, we all see the same games. But the college passing game is very different from the professional passing game. When you're looking at it, You're looking at a lot of different things, projecting all these positions a little differently to a certain degree. It's different in the running game, too, but probably less different in the running game than in the passing game, in my opinion. Interesting. Well, I wanted to ask Delaney about this uh, specifically, but it just—I he just put it very succinctly about the the concepts – I think the difference in the concepts is as a pro-skill player, you have to make reads. Well, here he is, Delaney Walker. Oh, hey. Pro Bowl tight end. What He's a great living entrance. on a prayer with his Bon Jovi shirt. That is nice. I know, yes. That is true. We are so glad you're here. Let's make sure. Got microphone. You're Welcome. on. It's on. Okay, yeah. so let me jump right in and ask you this because Bill Belichick – in talking about draft stuff, yep. says it's hard to project, hard to evaluate receivers, quarterback, offensive linemen, because the college pass game is so different from the pro pass game. My contention is, as a professional skill player, you have to make reads. Indeed. A lot of these college players don't. They, yeah. they hold up some card and they, they just do one thing. Is that the biggest difference why – guys coming from the college game to the pro game have such a problem and some can't do it or is there something else I'm missing I would say he's right on that point um 
when a system is built where you don't have to read defenses, basically you just run the route no matter what. You don't have an option. You don't have a, you don't have to look at the coverage and see if it's covered two to break it over top or sit underneath. It's kind of hard once you get to the NFL because that's what we do. They want you to read the defense to tell what kind of route you run. If it's covered two, you got to take it over the top. If it's covered three, you got to break it down. So sometimes it's hard for receivers to transition into that when they never done it before. Would you say, you've been in the league a long time, you've been in the league a long time, see if you agree with this. There are less non-smart guys in the NFL today than there were when you came into the league. Mentally, it is a harder game. I would say you were right. I would say now notice I said <laughs> non-smart guys. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. didn't say dumb jobs. I did yeah, not no, say because that. Because that would be rude. I that would be like... rude. <laughs> that would not think, be I nice. Think, I think it's a harder, from a mental standpoint, and listen, you don't have to be able to split the atom or be a doctor or whatever, but you you do have to understand, I mean, you guys study like crazy. But, you know, I, I feel like the new generation of this game is they they baby these guys now. It's, it's way different than when I came in in 06. In 06, it was a lot harder. They just gave you a playbook like, you better learn this or you're getting cut. Now they got they's like tutors here. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let me tutor you how to learn this playbook and how to read it and how to study it. So the game has changed a lot, yeah, because I guess that they figured that it – it's, it kind of dumbed down a little bit. I'm going to use the word. It dumbed down a little bit. So they they trying to make sure that these guys get the system down because it's, it's very hard. I've never bought into the dumb athlete thing because as a non-athlete, it has always been very impressive to me the amount of details that football players specifically can keep in their brains. But you know what True. else, too? Memory. They're also yeah. smart people who can't do this. Right. Because they can't process or they think too much. Right. Or, you know, they may be book smart, but they don't necessarily understand how the football puts together. You have to have a delicate balance of being able to know the material, understand what a certain call means, what a certain, uh, how to evaluate a certain situation. But you also have to have some of that ability to, as I would say, read the room. Like you have to be able to look around and actually assess what's actually going on as opposed to just what you've seen on the board or in your playbook. Very true. We all learn differently. You know, I can't just look at the playbook and learn to play. I actually, if anyone to tell you, I write every play down. And it's in the playbook, but I still have to write it. I have to write the formation. I have to write the play. And then I put the concepts, every concept that's two by two, three by three. You know, like, so some dudes, they don't get that until like year three. Like, this is the way you have to learn it. Because everything, these plays are just concepts. If you learn the concept, you're going to understand the play. And that's that's pretty much the difficult part is just trying to understand the concept and put them in categories that where it makes sense. I'm going to call an audible. Oh, I'm going to skip headline three because Delaney referenced the fact that he was drafted in 2006. He did mm-hmm. the 175th pick yes. of the 2006 NFL draft out of Central Missouri. Now a Hall of Famer for the Mules. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. How about th- how about that? I mean, does it? Uh, the draft back then was Saturday and Sunday. Yep. <laughs> it was not the big deal that it is now. What do you th- oh, look? Oh, there's wow. Delaney Where Walker wearing number three for from Central Missouri. Look at that boy. <laughs> <laughs> See what we're gonna Wait, do here. How did y'all find this highlight? Oh, we listen. know people. We know Don't people. Don't worry about us. Okay, okay. There he is carrying the ball. Now you were technically a wide receiver there. Yeah, I was a wide receiver. Yes. Uh, all my life, I was a wide receiver, you know, and then uh, got to San Francisco, 
it's like we need a new tight end. We need an H-back. And, uh, man, I had them blazers. Look at Look that. at him walking oh off God. and leaving. <laughs> I don't even remember this. Blocking for my boy. There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is good stuff. What do you remember about your draft weekend? <clears throat> Being around family. Pretty much had, had the family there, man, and they all was supporting me. And that call, I remember getting that call from San Francisco. And as soon as it popped up on the TV, my mom was like, that's San Francisco because we had direct TV at the time. So it popped up on the TV, the, the area code. And she like, San Francisco. I'm like, no, it ain't. She like, yes, it is. Pick it up. So I picked it up. And he was like, Delaney? I was like, yeah. He was like, how would you like to play for San Francisco? And I had it, I had it loud and my mom just broke down in tears and damn near fainted. <laughs> and I'm like... I started crying. My brother was crying, hugging me. I So I remember just the love that my family gave me on that day. It was, you know, it was, it was the best feeling I ever had, being getting that call and to see how my family reacted to it. Can we play a fun little game? Sure. And look at some of the other people who were drafted in 2006. Let's do that. Who oh. are still in the NFL. It's, it's probably light, but let's, let's see. go. Well, here we go. I've got the names right here. Vernon Davis. My guy. Mercedes Lewis. Oh All right, God. wait a minute. Take a look at Vernon Davis then and now. Oh, we have then wow. and now pictures. We have then and now great. pictures. Man, I hope he don't see that because he <laughs> – who is that? That's, <laughs> That's fantastic. He looked totally different. Yes. Well, he looks thinner in the face. I was going to say he's more yeah. cut up now. Yeah. yeah, he is. No, he was big when he yeah, had the dreads. Did Vernon that cry <laughs> when he had the dreads? He's <laughs> – <laughs> it was it. All right, so Vernon Davis right. is still in the net. Your friend, yeah. your That's former friend. teammate. Yes, yes, indeed. All right, who else? Mercedes Lewis. Good friend of mine. We have. Uh, and he's another oh, guy he who. Looked, they were, man, we trans. Man, young oh. Buck, he looked grown now. Well, he's a, he is yeah, grown. I know. I'm yeah. just saying that beard. <laughs> Andrew Whitworth is still in the National oh, Football League. Oh, we came in the same year. Sure he did. did. He's a monster. He's yeah. had a great career at oh, LSU. Like, yes, he's a monster. Yep. All right, Stephen Goskowski. Played at Memphis. I thought that was the GOAT at first. No. <laughs> no. <at> this, <laughs> kind of they look similar, <laughs> though. similar to Brady. Yeah. Where is he at? He's back in – he just re-signed with the Patriots two years, $8.5 million. Wow, that's what's up. There you go. He was a great pitcher was at he? the University of Memphis. He was not only a very good kicker, but he was also a really good baseball player. Wow. His face has changed a lot. So much. He got yeah. he got bigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that bigger. <laughs> Is that possible? Looks like maybe his hairline just moved Move a little back. bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sam Cook is oh, still in the Sam National Cook. Football League. Sam Whoops. Cook. He looks about the same. Yep. The same. He didn't change. Yeah. Know. Yep. And uh, Antoine Bethay. Wow, that's there you it. Go. Antoine that's it. Is a good dude too. That's all it. we could find. We could only find. You are one. We think one of seven. Wow, that's uh -huh. good. And there he is. Uh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, I look totally different too. You think so? I was Your hair's darker. Different. I was darker for sure. Oh yeah, I had braids there. I was darker. I look better now. <laughs> Better with age. So we're going <laughs> to – let's stay with the theme. Wait a minute. Oh, Here we go. Oh, 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 oh. No way. No. Oh, they got y'all – throwbacks. <laughs> so they must be finding all this as we talking. Yeah. This, this, is, this is not is fair. Not, which <laughs> one are you? I'm the bigger one. The big one. The I little the, one's my sister. Yeah. That's not you in 2006, though. No. Can't That's be. me in, like, probably 90. No, not no 90. Oh, yeah. Prob that's probably me in 90. Uh, 
five. That's no me and way. Looking five, at my two. sister. You think yeah. so? Oh, yeah. Because Mando was probably like two. She what was year, born in 93. What year is this, guys? I don't know what year hers is. Mine, I think, is from 1991. 2009. <laughs> this is 2000. You're, That's you, 2009. You look baby Different face. wig. Look. <laughs> very different. Very different yeah, wig. Yeah, the way you, the comb over. I yeah, think the comb the, over yeah. starts lower now. <laughs> hey, speaking of that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Who did this? I don't You're know. Fired. But I think it's really You're out. funny. <laughs> I do think it's funny. Not as good as the Osmonds thing, which we're still going to talk about. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, 2006 Titans draft. Take no. a look Let's at this see. Let's list. See. Let's you see. will uh, you will really appreciate this. Vince Young and Lindale White. The Titans were going to take Devin Hester, and were on the phone with Devin Hester, and ended up taking Lindale White instead. Interesting choice. What? Creative what? decision. Some some disagreement. Oh, okay. I think was Stephen Tulloch is probably he and Cortland Finnegan are the two guys that jump out. Unfortunately, two guys on that list are no longer with us. Jesse Mahalona and Quinton Ganther are, oh, yeah, they, are yeah, no longer with yeah, us. Yeah, but um, that was that was an interesting group. Um, didn't turn out quite as well as what we had hoped at the time. But at the moment that it happened and really into the second year, at first we thought this was a, a big, big-time draft class that was going to be an anchor of the franchise for a long time. Didn't quite work out that way. I mean, because Vince Young was probably the – the promise oh, yeah. one, yeah. And, I mean, he was Rookie of the Year, Lindell White. Yeah. Lindell White played well um, overall, thought Lowry was going to be a starter at safety. Uh, Tulloch turned out to be a player. Uh, Finnegan came out of nowhere. Quinton stayed in the league for quite a while yeah. as sort of a rotational back. Mahalona looked like he was going to be sort of a rotational defensive tackle, and it just didn't quite – you know, sometimes that happens. You, sometimes you have classes that jump right away, and then they just don't sort of take that proper arc to be a baseline that, that you hope is going to anchor you for several years. I didn't know I came out with Cortland. Not going to lie. How did about not, that? I did not know that. This is I fun. thought he was See, older than me. This, <laughs> this, has been, this has been an eye-opening game for everybody. But, I mean, really looking at this list and thinking back to when you were drafted, can you believe how much bigger the NFL draft is 14 years later? Of course. You know, when I was a kid looking at the draft, it, it started off small and it got bigger and bigger every year. And so just like when I'm done playing, it's probably going to be like a, a Disney parade when, I, when I'm like 40 years old. I mean, that's close. Let me say uh, let's I say wasn't going to say anything. Let's say 50. There should be a parade. <laughs> we were talking about this the other day. We uh-huh. were downtown. There ought to be a parade. That's what I yeah. mean. Yeah. Like Coming into Nashville, I think it's going to open up everyone's eyes on how to do the draft because the, people don't understand how Nashville is, but they're about to have an eye-opener once they come here for the draft. It's about to be crazy. They're going to do a lot of things here after this draft, I promise you. Are you going to go down and check it out? Like, Ooh. are you going to be down around where everything is happening? I do you care about the draft at all? I do not really care about the draft. <laughs> 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 I do not, but um, I will, because I play for the Titans, and obviously they want us to be out there and, and do interviews and, and sure. meet the fans. So I will be out there doing things like that, but – partaking in the festivities it's like i think it's gonna be like a hundred thousand people or more a day yeah so i don't know if i can walk the streets in nashville <laughs> i it's it's really gonna be tough even for you i would say people are gonna be like we know who you are we want pictures with this like you can't go nowhere so i feel like going downtown is gonna be 
It's going to be hard. I'll take my right. chances. You you going down there? I'll live. Oh, oh yeah. Mike is- I'm going to get right in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, we got to work it, but I'm not, you know, I've said it time and time again. I know it gets old, but I grew up here. Yeah. So for us to get this, I'm, I have draft fever. Yeah, I, yeah. I have a bad case of draft fever, and the only cure is April 25 through 27. Huh. Yeah, it's not right. more yeah. cowbell. <laughs> Everybody's saying, I, I'm I want to, seriously, going, like, I want to get you. down in it. I want to see it. I want to go, I want to go, th- you know, at the times that we're off. I just think it's going to be remarkable because I'm like you. I believe with all my heart, Nashville will set the standard. Yes, they will. I, I promise you. Well, here's the, from a football standpoint, interesting little stat. Since 2010, only seven tight ends have been first round picks. But it's looking like there could conceivably be three this year. Mm. What does that say to you about the value of the tight end position and how it's changed over the years? Well, you know, if you look at it previous years, tight ends were basically a a skilled tackle. Mm -hmm. He was a little faster than a tackle, but just as big as him can block as him. Now you are a receiver. You have to catch the ball. You have to be able to run routes. It's not so much you need to block. They want you to get in people's way now. So most of these guys don't block. They just get in ways, but they can catch the ball. They're just a, a bigger receiver. So it, that's why you're starting to see these guys, probably more guys going first round because they want a skilled receiver. they finding the next Travis, the next Delaney, the next Gronk. They want that type of receiver. So receiving tight end, and that's what you're starting to see because all these spread offenses in college – that through tight end, no, he don't know how to get in three-point stand. He stands up most of the time. So now you're going to start seeing more guys going in the first round, and I'm, I'm happy for it. Give us more money, please. <laughs> I wish I was younger so I could get more money. <laughs> but we'll work on I that. love the um, honesty. I'll write a letter. <laughs> that doesn't work for Amy and me. I hope it works no. for you. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I've just got, I'm, old, I'm the old guy on the team. I just say what's on my mind. That's now, okay. You know? And that's why they love you. You have a social question? I do. I have some social questions, if you don't mind. I don't mind. Okay. This first one is from John, and he says, what has been your regiment for being able to have such a long-lasting career in the National Football League? Wow. That's a, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, if anyone knows me, I take care of my body. I feel like the body is the key to being successful in this league, um, the way I eat, the way I work out. And then, you know, when I step away from football, when I when this is the off season, I take time off. I let my body heal and then I get back to it. I try to I get um, treatment, massages, yoga, everything pretty much that you should be doing to take care of your body. I do it constantly. Do you have time for another one? Sure. Okay. How has your mindset changed after having an injury like the one that you've had? Does it change the way that you approach the game at all? You know what? Um, I've been asked that a lot so far. I really don't. I, I haven't. I feel like I haven't changed anything. And I don't, I don't want to feel like I have to go into the game and change my game because I broke my leg because I feel like that's going to make me play slow. Uh, so I just I really haven't thought of that part yet. We have to wait until I get out there and start running. Right now I'm just I'm just trying to get back on the field. Were you surprised Rob Gronkowski retired? You know, man, leading up to it, he, he's a big guy. He's been, he was the best tight end. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll say Gronk was one of the best tight ends because the way he played the game, he, he'd go out there, he give it all he, he had. But the dude was big, and everyone takes shots at him, at his knees, his ribs. And um, I remember, I think two years ago, he got hit 
by in Seattle, and I think probably fractured a rib or something, or something happened to him. And I know he was talking about retiring after that because he took some brutal hits in the past. So it didn't surprise me. I think he's he's put a footprint in this game, and uh, I'll be honest with you, he'll probably make more money outside of football. So. If he can do that, man, kudos to him, and uh, I wish him the best. Well, some people have said that he is the best tight end of all time. Do you agree with that? I wouldn't say that. No, no, it's 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 some it's some guys, Johnny Ma- uh, Mackey. You can't, you can't, you do these people is millenniums. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything that happened. They don't even know who Blues Brothers are. So you can sit here and tell me that this man is the best tight end of all time, and they go on national TV and say this. They are crazy. <laughs> There you go. Were you surprised Jason Witten decided to come back? No. I, he, he, you can see it in his eyes when he was up there announcing games. He wanted to be on that field. And and the dude is a competitor, man. And and I would say he's – that's a guy that you can say probably is one of the best tight ends in the NFL. I've done it for a long time, consistent, and can keep doing it at his age. That's where I'm confused. That's what makes him special. That's what makes him special. That's where I'm confused where these people go on TV and say these guys is this, this, that they don't block, they don't even play the game that long, but you got guys like Witten that played the game so long and do it well and they don't talk about this man. That makes me upset. Speaking of people who look different from when they were drafted yes. to now. He oh, looks yeah. different from oh, yeah. when he was on TV last he, year to he now. He looks a little different. <laughs> yeah. He's got a little have. different rosy hairline. cheeks. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, for a lot of different people in the National Football League, what they do is they'll watch other players and kind of steal some stuff from them. They'll watch really good players <laughs> and try to emulate what they're seeing. Have you ever done that? Have you stolen things from other players? I'm a sponge. If you do something that I like, I'm soaking that all up. I'm going to try it, too. Like, I steal from everybody. I mean, this is a copycat league. Coaches do it. We do it. I mean, if it was, if you see a technique that he did that's very well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. And if I can do it well, I'm gonna take it. And then you just make it your way. But we all take from each other. I mean, this is a copycat, Lee, as you see. Can I ask you about your health? How seven months after they, they technically called it dislocating your right ankle. Indeed. How are you? What's going on? I'm, I'm actually really, really good. You know, um. Been on the treadmill, been running at 80% body weight, getting up to 11 miles per hour on the treadmill, um, doing one leg balance pretty much. I can run if I really wanted to on the field, but, you know, we got really good trainers, really good staff. Our coaches, they believe in me, so they let me take my time on just getting it 100%. But health is great, feel good, in shape, looking good. Um, We just got to take it one day at a time. You know, I want to make sure that I can go out there and give it all I got before – I tell anybody, oh, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, it's about September 8th. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's not about April 8th no, or June 8th. No. All we're aiming for with number 82 is September, September 8th. Indeed. Well, I mean, outside of your rookie year, you've never played less than seven games, correct? Very true. So what no, he's was... never played less than 14 games. You've never played less than 14 games Man, or less I, than seven I don't games? Know. Y'all might you know just believe whatever I, I say yeah, about you. Yeah, because cool. you got notes right there. I was <laughs> I could say anything, and you'd yeah, be like, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, right. Yeah, that's about right, yeah. yeah. Then somebody uh, te- uh, tweet me, that ain't even correct. You know? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Not. Let's get it correct. His rookie year, he only played in seven games. Right. After that, he's never, never played, played less, less than, than 14, 14 until last year. Yeah, there you go. that was my first major injury, like, set me back. So, What has it been like for you not playing – 
for basically a whole season. Oh, that was that was difficult. It was there was a tough moment. It was a very tough moment. L- luckily, I got good friends that can come. They came out and hung out with me because it, it was a tough one. I I've that hurt just not being able to play, be out there with the guys, not even being able to walk and go into the locker room and and just to talk to them was was tough. It's, it hurts, you know, um, not being able to play. And, and like you said, I've been in the league. This is going on my 14th season. Really never missed a season. So it was different. It was different. It was tough. Um, but I, 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 I got over it. You know, I realized that it's part of the game we all sign up for. You get hurt. Uh, now I got to make an impact. So that's that's all I'm focused on right now. So was the hardest part just not being a part of that locker room, part of that routine? I feel like I wasn't. And honestly, you know, I, I don't I don't want this to seem bad, but I felt like I wasn't even part of the team. I, you know, just not knowing what was going on week to week, um, not being able to be in the meeting rooms because I had to get treatment constantly. Just And then to hear the stories from the guys, I feel like I was being left out, you know. So it, it, it was tough. That's why sometimes I wasn't here because – um, you know, people like, why, why are you in here? It's tough on me not to be able to be a part of it, knowing what I've done with this organization. So, Biggest development of the offseason was that your position coach, Arthur Smith, yeah. was named the offensive coordinator. You rejoiced. Indeed. Explain why. Man, you know, being around Art, I would say Art is a really good friend of mine. Really good friend of mine. Man, I can't even say I love the guy. You know, man, we've been through so much um, ups and downs. Always, He's always had my back. And, you know, sitting in there, we talk, and this is all he's been, you know, looking forward to. Obviously, he want to be a head coach, but this is the next step. This man, if anyone knows who who's Arthur, Arthur Smith is, he really doesn't have to do this. No. Mm-mm. He doesn't. But this man was quality control, defense, all, he went through all phases, became a tight end coach, did really good. They had the opportunity to be the offensive coordinator, and I know what kind of man this is. I know how he put plays in. I know how he teaches it. That's why our group is pretty much one of the best groups on the field. I'm excited. I'm excited to see when he got the control of the whole offense what we can do, and he knows what he can do. And I, and I don't want to, you know, seem like I'm in love with the man, but I, I'm just <laughs> telling okay. you, like the you guy, the guy knows football, and like I said, he doesn't have to be here. But he loves being in the game. So if you like that and I know what type of person, what type of family you have, and you still work hard as you do, I respect that and I got your back. What should we know about Arthur Smith that we don't already know? <laughs> um, Art, Art quiet to everybody else, but he's not really a quiet guy. You know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, everyone's like, he's so quiet. So that's, yeah, that's what he, he shows that. But he's a real down-to-earth dude and – and uh, I just I just love the realness, and uh, y'all see his realness when once the season starts. I'm pretty sure he, some of it gonna come out when once we win some games. Watch how has he helped you improve as a player, man? Because Art Art is always honest with me. You know, some sometimes you get coaches when you have a good player, uh, they they let me slip with technique. Oh, you good? You all right? Art every day. You got it blocked. You got to get your hands inside. You got to do this. Look the ball in. You got to break down. Keep your arms pumping. And, you know, even though I look at him like, Art, God, he do it every day. And, and I like the consistency. He didn't care who I was and how many catches I had. He was like, I don't care how many catches you got. I'm still going to tell you every day, look the ball in. I don't care how good you run routes. Every day I'm going to tell you, pump your hands, get out your brakes. And I like that. You know, and sitting on the field sometimes you like, you tell me this every day, but 
I realized he was only trying to make me better, and he did that. Have you gotten a chance to spend time with Todd Downing, the new tight ends coach? I, I've had a little time to talk to him. We, we, we talked, and uh, basically, you know, he let me know what, what type of coach he was. And, you know, I, me having his back, which I'm always going to have his back, uh, was going to help with the younger guys and setting the way he wants the game to be, be taught. And I'm excited. Just the way he was talking to me, I loved it. And the first, first thing he said was, I'm a pass guy, I said. We already got good. We already good. We're good. We're good. We are. That's all you had to say, Todd. Todd, we, I got you back now. Uh, but so we had a good conversation, laughed a little bit, just like that. And uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the guys to get in here on the 15th and meet him and and uh, be able to uh, to say like, okay, we got another, another Arthur in the room. So I have a question from social media. Go. It would like to know, what do you think about the new additions to the Tennessee Titans with Humphreys and Saffold and Cameron Wake and Tannehill? I'm, I'm, I feel like our John, uh, J-Rob does a great job on bringing guys in that's going to help this team. And everyone he brought in, I feel like, got some type of leadership. They've been there. They've done it before. Um, they got some experience in the NFL. So I think that's just another good, good group of guys that can mold this locker room. Mold this locker room and what what we're looking for, athletes, competitors, you know, just real tough guys. And I feel like that was what we needed. Added some um, some new guys to the offensive line, some new receivers, just to mix it up, get guys competing. Um, a quarterback, you know, that they can help Marcus too. They can help sure. each other, get Marcus going. Um, and then they're on defense, we bring in a guy that's a monster. You know, he go out there and he plays hard every play. I'm excited. I can't wait to see these guys come in. We see how they react to the, the other guys and uh, get going. Most of what I'm seeing on social media is people just saying hi and they're glad you're back. Like, that's oh, yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah, have you well, heard hello. from fans and have you really been able to feel how excited they are to have you back on the field? Oh, of course, of course. Um, every time I post a video, the fans, the, the fans, the comments are crazy. The, um, the the love, the support, and, you know, it, it's and it's crazy. Every time I go out in Nashville, everyone tells me, "Man, how you feeling? I, you know, we missed you. We man, I love you. I cried when people tell me they cried when I got hurt. Did you cry when you got no, hurt? No, I did not. All right, we'll see. That's <laughs> dedication. That's dedication. So <laughs> they tell me they cried, and that just shows me how much everyone in here in Nashville loves me. They they miss me. And uh, that's why, you know, I'm trying to get back on this field so I can show them how much I miss them and I love them. And, and I just want to bring a championship back to Tennessee. Outside of your health, here's my number one question for you. Are you excited that pass interference is now a reviewable Of course. Play? Explain uh, why. Because you, I don't know if you noticed, they called a lot of pass interferences on me. And so for some reason, we noticed. Yeah, for some mm -hmm. reason. So now that we can review it, they will see that this dude was holding my face mask, and all I did was smack his hand off, and made him look bad. Now <laughs> we can review that. So when I'm when I'm crying at the ref and yelling, y'all know what I'm talking about because we're gonna review the play, and then I'm gonna be pointing at it like this to the ref. <laughs> see, see. <laughs> You'd be pointing to the coaches to throw the challenge flag. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, you know, I hate, I hate telling the coaches to throw the challenge flag. That's the worst feeling. You'd be like, he'd be like, did you? What happened? Did you not throw it? You know, you sometimes you're in the well because you always think you catch you it. Are. You always <laughs> think you, if you're a great player, you always think it. you catch yeah, it. I caught it. I yeah. caught it. Uh -huh. Yeah, no. 
Is there another rule change that you think would help the game? If you, Delaney Walker, could make a rule change, what would it be? I would say players um, diving at your knees um, on a receiver, catching the ball, not looking, and a player being able to dive at your knees. I think that needs to be taken out the game. I think that should be a rule that you shouldn't be able to do that. Like I feel like that's where most of the injuries are caused from, guys coming down, diving at the legs. That's the worst. That, that's the only thing I fear as a receiver is someone I'm catching the ball, and when I'm turned, he's already – Dove at my knees. I think that should be a rule. You shouldn't be able to do that. I, I think it's better if we hit. They hit us up top more. They need to change the rule. I think those people should go to jail. But that's just me. <laughs> yeah, because they trying I'm to break hard. your leg. Like, you, like, yeah. you literally trying to break my leg. I say that when I get up. Like, bro, you trying to break my leg? See, you know straight to prison. <laughs> See you later. That's not cool. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the whole different game then. It's uh, yeah. What was the movie called? Hunger Games? No, oh. um, when he was in jail playing football. Gridiron uh, Gang. <laughs> uh, gridiron Gang, yes. Longest long 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mean machine. That's yeah. it. Okay, so you're 17 catches away that from it? a very important landmark. Really? Being a tight end with 500 or more catches. Wow. See? Again, he'll believe whatever have you I tell him. you ever looked at this list? Yeah. No. We actually have it for Really? You. Yeah. And All we of the we other the tight ends with 500-plus catches. Wow. It's only eight of us? No, there's, that's there's the first page. It's Gonzalez, Witten, Gates, Shannon Sharp, Olsen, Newsom, Graham, and Miller. And then flipping to the next page... Your buddy Vernon Davis. Oh, yeah, for sure. Shockey, Winslow, Watson, Gronkowski retires with 521. And then tied at number 14, Dallas Clark and oh, Titan legend Frank Wycheck. So you yeah. have a chance to become number 16 on that all-time list. I'm probably going to be on that list for sure. I hope it's in like week two. Yeah. I, 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 with Arthur Arthur as the uh, office <laughs> one, I'm thinking like week one. <laughs> Hey, is it hard for you to believe that as of this year, you will have been with the Titans as long as you were with the 49ers? This no, is I, year know, seven. I, I know. I tell people, they like, what? Seven? You've been here seven years? I'm like, I know it went by so fast, didn't it? It has gone fast. So fast. The city mm-hmm. has changed mm-hmm. within seven years. I can't – I'm, I'm – so who – I'm going to be in Tennessee longer for sure. So this is probably the place where I'll retire. Good. That's yeah, good. So We like that. Here's the thing, though, about your career, and we've talked about it several times. You're an anomaly. So you play for San Francisco for seven years. You catch 123 passes. Basically one a game, a little more than one a game. Mm-hmm. You've been here since then, and you've averaged – Five catches per game almost. 360 total catches. Yep. Guys don't blossom in year eight of their NFL career. I was patiently waiting. You were just waiting. You yeah. didn't blossom. You were just waiting. I was just waiting. You know, in San Francisco, they didn't give me the opportunity. If you watch film, I was the decoy. I I played tackle. I played fullback. I played slot. I played wing. I played I play dang, damn near every sport, you, every position you can <laughs> every position you can have, I played it. So, I played that position and um, they really didn't throw me the ball. That wasn't my role. I knew what my role was. I played I play special teams. They wanted me to be the hype man. Just go out there, hit people, be nasty, block, be, just be nasty. So, I was waiting. I knew my opportunity was going to come and when Tennessee called me and was telling me that 
they wanted to give me that opportunity, I'm, I had to jump on it because I knew what I had. I knew what I can do. I've been doing it all my life, so I just needed someone to give me that opportunity. What should Titans fans expect out of Delaney Walker in 2019? Expect what you always see, me going out there, giving it all I got, making big plays. Um, but this year, I'm, I'm even more hungry. So it's, it's probably going to – I'm going to probably be real stingy with the football. I missed a year, you know, so I got to get back. I got to catch up. Corey had a good year. I got to catch up to Corey. <laughs> what do you expect out of you in 2019? Is that different at all? It's not different. I, whatever I'm give the fans, that's what I expect for myself. I'm going to go out there. Like I said, I, I'm not even going to think about this injury. Y'all, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to play like I've never been hurt. Because right? I feel like when you think about the injury, that's when you get hurt. So I'm going to go out there and I'm gonna, y'all going to think I'm 21 again. I promise you. Everyone that's listening to me, I say that today. Y'all going to think I'm 21 the way I'm going to move out there and act. So... <laughs> And behave as if he's still 21. That's good. On the field. That's nice. <laughs> on the field. And the, boy, and the boys are back on Monday. Right. Indeed. Indeed. What's exciting about it for you? Primetime? Uh, that's when I show up. You Every primetime game we play there and watch it, I'm go, I go crazy. So I like, just, I like everyone to see what the Titans can do, you know. A lot of t- people don't get to watch the Titans. They don't get to see our games. So Monday, Monday night games. They get to see us play, yeah. and then they get to really see. We get see. the whole schedule. We're yeah. looking forward to seeing the, yeah. the whole schedule. What I was referring to, I didn't oh. ask that very very well, though. I was asking about the guys getting back for the off-season program oh, on off- Monday. Oh, I thought you were talking about Monday Night no, Football. No, I don't know any. Uh, I don't have any inside don't information. Know that I, don't, uh, I don't know that. Trust me. I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm actually excited for the guys to get back. I've, they haven't seen me. A lot of them haven't seen me walk. Haven't really seen me run. They, you know, so last time they saw me, I was skinny. I was left here skinny. And so they, like, when they come back. How much so, did you lose? I lost about 15 pounds. 15 pounds. Because, and I didn't want all that weight on my ankle. So I looked skinny. I mean, guys were like, you look like a receiver. When I was like, <laughs> now they're going to come back, see me running, see how I look. And I want to see all the guys. I miss their face. I'm, You know, it's been a while. And then it's uh, especially the new additions. I just want to see what they got to say. I want to pick there. I want to see how they work in the weight room, you know. So it's exciting to get everybody back. All Good right. Stuff. The next edition of the OTP, our special guest, Titans head coach, Mike Vrabel. Ooh, Vrabel. Yep. Vrabel. <laughs> Straight to the top. Straight to the top. What should we ask the head coach on the official Titans podcast, the OTP Road to Nashville? Um, Is that who we talked to about getting you more money, or was that? No, he don't. He don't care catches. about that. Don't say that to him. He like <laughs> we want cheap. We want the person we ain't got to pay. That's what he gonna say. We want the the person that's cheaper. Uh, no, I don't know. You know, Mike, man, he's he's dope, man. You can ask him anything. I really don't have no question to ask, but he he's funny. He's he he reminds me of a player. I can't even lie to you. He's the type of coach that'll fight you if you say something crazy to him. So I love that. You know, I love a coach that's honest, that's real, that doesn't fear the players. And he he even talked crap to me one day. I dropped the pass against Tampa in the in the um, the practice we had, and he pulled it up and he said, "We don't pay you to drop passes." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody looked at me. I'm like, hey, I got to get it too. You know, I guess so. Well, everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. Marcus gets it. Derek gets it. I mean, Cameron Nobody's Wake's going to get it. I mean, everybody's yeah. going to get it. I hope they know that. Uh, I, they better not get it back because everyone gets it. I hope you're listening to this, Cameron, because he will. 
Oh, Get yeah. at you. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but you're so glad Cameron Wake's here because he's older than you are. Yeah, he is the, he's the older the And he can really still play, too, yeah. golly. Yeah, he's the oldest guy on the team now. Th- this has been so much fun. Thanks for doing no, this. No problem. This Thanks one, for We just me. wanted to just, you know, sort Check of kick in. it around, and, yeah. and uh, thank you for taking time. No problem. No and, problem. Thank you. So, for Delaney Walker and Amy Wells, I'm Mike Keith. Remember, it is 14 days until players are drafted in Nashville, and that does it for this edition of the OTP Road to Nashville. Have a great rest of your day.